Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. And we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon. So we, we made the show to sit down with some of our friends and just talk about our favorites. Um, this week, we are joined by our friend Smoothie. Smoothie, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. I am just, I stumbled across your podcast. I didn't realize you guys had a podcast um, when Anthony was on the show. Oh, and I immediately went and listened to his episode and then listened to them all. Awesome. And it was a great just, guest. It's, I just enjoy the, the content here. Um, you know, some of the cartoons, you guys are a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have hit on some that would have been in my, my wheelhouse. So I'm just uh, excited to be here and uh, talk about what we're going to be talking about tonight. Cool. Awesome. And you, uh, you picked what show we're watching this week. So what are we watching? We are watching Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling from 1985. So this is before my time. I wasn't even born yet. And I don't think I ever caught this like in rerun or syndication. I was not familiar with the show at all. So I actually was born in November of 85. Um, I might have seen it because my cousin Jimmy McCann was super into wrestling. Um, So I feel like I might have watched maybe... A couple reruns of him but i don't have any recollection of that otherwise yeah i know this is like weird but i never had a wrestling phase i like every kid had a wrestling yeah. phase. at least every guy had a wrestling yeah, phase like, i did not like jimmy mccann like matt Ballard, but they were all super like i just kind of just went along like went along with it like i remember playing wrestling i had a whole colgan figure that i would play with him with but other than that yeah i was like he was super into it so yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. 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 I, oh, I'm sorry, I was going to say, you yeah. know, I had that phase, and then I actually fell out of that phase, but then mm-hmm. last year got back into that phase, and now I'm back into wrestling again. Yeah, one of our friends, her her dad, like, grew up in that wrestling world, so, like, we're well-versed in the wrestling world, but neither of us were really into it. Yeah. Um. So I've, I've never seen this show. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I've been to ECW back in the day because my one friend nice. is really who's been on the podcast as well has been really into it. But other than that, like, yeah, like I'm really excited to watch this. We uh we saw the Philly Roller Girls at the ECW arena. Oh years yeah, and that's years right. And years ago. Yeah. But that was the only time I'd ever been there. Yeah. Well then, uh, why don't we put this thing on and see what we think? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And we're back. So we just finished watching the first episode of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Um, coming right out of it, I actually kind of loved it. I thought it was funny. It was like weirdly charming. It had a lot of sitcom tropes that I wasn't really expecting, um, like the the junkyard, the Junkenstein was wearing boxers with pink hearts on it. <laughs> 1985 that's early for that sitcom yeah trip. Right? i thought that was pretty funny what did you yeah. think Lee? no i i definitely I, a, I do remember this as the theme song came on i did remember this mm-hmm. um no yeah I, I, it was very funny um i like these like these different cartoons i had like the different like segment the part the part one and the part two and then like 
had like the real live action wrestlers in the middle I, I i just found the whole thing funny and it just like changing it up with those little segments just kept me interested the whole time now you were the one who had seen this before uh what did you think smoothie coming coming back uh, seeing it after a while like i said i barely remembered it um i did remember the theme and him walking down the street hulk hogan yeah um but i, I was pleasantly surprised with with what I saw, it was exactly what I would expect from any cartoon of that time. Yeah, um, yeah, for and sure. Was that, that? I mean, I noticed that it was recorded from USA, and I was definitely on Cartoon Express at some point. Um, was that a Hanna Barbera production? No, uh, it was a DIC animation. Okay, they oh, were um, they were a French American company. Um, these are the guys who did Inspector Gadget. Um, they did Rainbow Bright, and they did all the Nintendo stuff. So, like, oh, the wow. Super Show, the um, Captain N, the Game Master, and um, I think there was a Legend of Zelda TV show. They did all of that. They did a lot of stuff. I think they did Care Bears, too. There was two or three, like, major animators in the 80s, and I would say they're they're one of the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember the uh, outros of this, you know, the little yeah. deek or whatever they would have. Uh... Yeah. Do I just didn't realize it because it looked very much Hanna Barbera esque. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely you can definitely see that inspiration for sure. Yeah, when they were doing the race, it kind of rem- reminded me of the Wacky Racers yeah, a little bit. It definitely which, had um, that vibe. If anybody doesn't know, I'm like obsessed with the ra- Wacky Racers. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say? Can you imagine going into this Hulk Hogan TV show or cartoon at the height of wrestling's like zeitgeist? And watching a cart race, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's real. That's really funny. Consider was, consider everything that was going on at the time. Yeah, yeah. there was no wrestling in this wrestling no, show. No, no, it was it was charming. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we mentioned the theme song a couple times, I want to put this out there. So the theme song was written by Jim Steinman, and he was the composer for Meatloaf's "Bat Out of Hell." Oh my god! Which is like a top five most selling album ever. Wow. All time. Wow. That's who wrote the theme song that, for the show. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> totally incredible. <laughs> that is, yeah. I, I noticed that, um, like I said, I didn't do much research. I wanted to kind of just go into it fresh here. But yeah. when I was just trying to get the year, I noticed that. And that, I did write that down. I thought, I thought that was uh, pretty funny that he did uh, do the music or the theme. Yeah. There's actually a lot of like big names in this, I would say. Yeah, I'm very, very curious because like when you did say about the Rainbow Bright, I was, some of the voices sounded familiar. Yeah, I didn't write down any. I didn't really have a lot of connections to Rainbow Bright, so like when I was looking through the cast, if any of these people were in Rainbow Bright, I didn't, I didn't write it down. You didn't write it down. Okay. Um, I'll have to look later. The creator of this show was Jeffrey Scott. You see, you saw his name at the beginning and the end. He was also the creator. Of the Muppet Babies. Oh my God! Yeah, which we will That's be doing at a very future, future date. Yeah, because obviously Lee is obsessed with the Muppets, very much, and we have amazing. some cool stuff to do with that one. But we're not we going to say plans. that right now because it's going to be awesome. But Muppet Babies will be coming. Yeah, we have plans for that. <laughs> now, I'm going to go through the cast in a weird order, but I, I, I'm doing it in kind of like 
interesting order, I guess. Rowdy Rod Piper was voiced by Charlie Adler, who has come up on this show before. He would go on to voice T-Bone in SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron. Oh, my God. Great, great, I don't know, Saturday morning cartoon, but great cartoon. Great cartoon, That was a good, yes. good time. Um, oh, I should say, even though all of the characters are real wrestlers, absolutely none of them were voiced by their actual wrestlers. Really? No. Yeah, that's it. Even, even Hulk Hogan, which was... Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, who was not in this episode as much as I thought Hulk Hogan would be in <laughs> Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Um, I wasn't expecting Junkyard Dog to be the main star, but he's the last person on my list for a reason. Um, Andre the Giant was voiced by Ron uh, Feinberg. That is not a name that you should know, but I wanted to bring him up because he plays one of the villains in possibly. My favorite, definitely top five favorite sci-fi movies of all time, A Boy and His Dog. <laughs> have you ever seen A Boy and His Dog smoothie? I don't think I have. It it's sounds hard familiar, to but... find. It's not easy to find, but it's, it's one of those 70s horror movies like Soil and Green or like Planet of the Apes that, honestly, maybe not the greatest movie. But the last 10 minutes are so good, it's completely worth it. It's, if you can ever yeah. find it, I really, I really do recommend it. Because it has possibly the best ending in sci-fi history. A boy and his dog, right? A boy and his dog. It's like a post-apocalyptic movie about a boy and his dog wandering the wasteland, looking for a girl to bone. That is the premise. He's trying to find a girl to have sex because he's a virgin. Nice. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's so good. Oh my god! But uh, he plays one of the villains because there's several villains throughout that throughout that uh throughout that movie. He plays one of them. I wanted to bring it up because I love that movie. I really do. Superfly Jimmy Snuka was voiced by Louis Arquette. Do we know who Louis Arquette is, or can we guess who Louis Arquette is? Is he part of the Arquette family? He is David Arquette's father. Nice. Yeah. I just thought that was fun. Now we're getting into the last two. And these are the two I thought were the most interesting. Hulk Hogan was voiced by Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett came up on this show before, and he comes up kind of a lot, and I didn't expect that. He was one of the biker mice from Mars. Oh, nice. But you would know him as the older brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like a face that people would recognize. Oh. This was his first role ever. Oh. <laughs> Playing what I thought was going to be the star, but is apparently not. He's almost barely in it. But still, he was playing the namesake of, of Hulk Hogan as his first role ever. And I think that's pretty badass. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask, put it out there, let you guys stew on it. Did anyone recognize Junkyard Dog's voice? Thinking. I don't, I don't know. It didn't stand out to me. His name is James Avery. He was the original Shredder from Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja uh, Turtles. Which is important, but possibly more importantly, 
dad from Fresh Prince, is Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, dude. Oh, shit. Bad ass. Yeah. I did not know he was in this. He does a lot more cartoons than I ever thought. I, I didn't know he did Shredder until years later, but I watched a shit ton of Fresh Prince. So when I found out, and a shit ton of Teenage Mutant Turtles. So when I found out he was Shredder, it blew my mind, and it blew my mind when I saw that he was in this. Yeah. I don't think I, I ever realized that he was Shredder. Oh, yeah, dude. For the whole original run. That's that's amazing. That's, yeah. But now that you say it, I hear Shredder's voice in, in my head. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can see it now. Yeah. Totally incredible. Um, no, like I said, this was during the height of the wrestling zeitgeist in the 80s, and obviously they made a Saturday morning cartoon out of it to try and, you know, capitalize on that popularity. But this is something that I think is kind of interesting. Usually these Saturday morning cartoons are effectively toy commercials. Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, there is not a rock and wrestling toy line. There are wrestling toy lines, so maybe that's why they didn't. But there's no toy lines of these characters. Huh, that's interesting. At least not from the 80s. They did do, like, some vinyls of them more contemporarily. Okay. Probably for people nostalgic for this time frame. But they didn't do these characters in the 80s, as far as I can tell, um, in my meager research. They did have bigger um, vinyl characters in in the 80s, late 80s. Um, and a lot of the those characters were these ca- characters, these wrestlers, right? Because um, I remember my friends had, um, I think they had a Hulk Hogan, but they definitely the one that survived for many years because they had a pool in their backyard was the Jimmy Superfly Snuggle one. Mm-hmm. That one was always a, it became a pool toy, but that was the one that uh, I always remember. Those things were heavy too; you could yeah. hurt somebody with them. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I knew there was. Tons of wrestling toys, but I couldn't. I couldn't find any that like were for the show. I, I don't. I I could be wrong, but I couldn't find any. Yeah, I think this was more of a commercial for WWF. That probably most likely. That yeah. And Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's that's why he might not have been prominent in this episode, but it was yeah. his name's rec- like that's when you th- when I think of wrestling from that time, you automatically go to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I, I've never really got into wrestling, and when I think wrestling in the 80s, I think Hulk Hogan or Macho Man Randy Savage, who wasn't in this at all. But those yeah. are the two names that come to mind. I wonder how much... I mean, I might have to go back and do this research. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder how much involvement WWF had with this. I mean, nowadays, it's you can definitely tell when it's a WWE production. Yeah. From what I could tell, it didn't seem like it was a lot. It seemed like they licensed the name and just kind of let them do their thing. Um, I feel like if WWF at the time, E now, was involved, I feel like the wrestlers would have actually voiced their characters. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. But they but yeah, never it did. It didn't seem like it was a lot. Of and they never mentioned WWF. No. Even in the, you know, the live action segments, they never mentioned. No. Which was, yeah, it was interesting that we're coming back and... Yeah. Now, there was a very brief moment uh, in 2015 that this show was, like, readily available. Oh, really? Because um, WWE still holds the license and rights to the show. So they put out, like, in their streaming app, they released it in their streaming app in April 
of uh, 2015. Actually, April 20th, so nice. Um, <laughs> but they released it then, the cartoon on their streaming service. But Hulk Hogan was fired from the WWE in July of 2015. I forget what he did. You might know. I that, that might have been his... He was recorded um, making a racial slur. Yeah, I, I knew it was something like that, but I wasn't sure if it was like a racial thing or a sexual thing, but I knew he did something. Um, and he got fired from WWE in July of uh, 2015. So WWE fired him stripped him from all of their services including the show so it was on their streaming platform for four months wow <laughs> so but it's on youtube if you want to watch it it looks like they're all on there okay yeah i might have to go back and revisit the whole yeah but that's really all i have um like i said i thought it was really charming i actually liked how they played up the the sitcom tropes that you might expect like the the boxers with the pink hearts or when he was careening down the street there was just two guys that just happened to be moving a piano because there's always two guys moving a piano <laughs> of course. like i just i loved all of those self-aware sitcomy tropes that they worked into this wrestling cartoon i thought that was cool and charming yeah no it was it was definitely fun. And what I was gonna say when you're talking about, like, they, like the toy line, like I'm gonna be on the lookout at Retrocon when they have wrestling stuff. I'm gonna be looking out for some of the toys because that would be the place to find them. Because I love Retrocon and yeah, I'm always always on the lookout for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you'll you'll definitely find wrestling toys at Retrocon. I mean, wrestling. I want to see if they have the TV show. Like, if someone has the stuff for the TV show, though. Yeah. All right, smoothie. Yes. Let's. Let's get in the time machine. Okay. If you were a studio executive, would you buy this show? I I would buy this show, and I would update it, if you will. Of yeah. course, with Hulk Hogan being stripped of all of it, we can't have his name associated with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would. The way I would pick up this show and sell the show, I would sell it to like a Adult Swim thing and do it the whole now again if you're not too familiar with the, the wrestling world back mm -hmm. late 90s early 2000s there was the attitude error with the generation x yeah and and all that i would sell it as an adult cartoon using all the generation x and stone cold you know right. drinking beers and okay yeah and yeah. i think it would be be a great great time because you can throw all that slapsticky stuff in there and just, I think I, you must. I I would say because I think all of the like attitudey stuff with the slapsticky stuff would make it really funny. Yes, and I'm I, bored. I I think it would be a great Adult Swim addition. I could totally see them doing that too. Yeah, definitely. I'm almost picturing like a Metalocalypse, but with this. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was just all thinking it just about like if like kids today would even be interested in the show, and like now. I honestly I don't know if they would catch catch on if that show if the show is on the air um I don't know if they would catch on so doing something like Adult Swim I think would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fully on board with that. All right, well. Thanks for coming on Smoothie. Um tell our listeners where can they find your stuff? Um you can find me on Instagram Mind a Smoothie. Um my podcast you can search wherever you find your podcast at Mind a Smoothie should be there. 
and YouTube, Mind Smoothie. Everything's Mind Smoothie. Um, I do also co-host another podcast called The Unknown Podcast with my buddies from HowToInc.com, uh, Brandon and Scott. We're, we're the most non-consistent podcast, but we've been doing it since uh, 2018. That's awesome. O- off and on here and there. We did like a few, like three episodes this year and that was it. And yeah. then we get involved in video games or something distracts us yeah. from doing it. But um, totally good. That, that's available there. Just look for the unknown podcast. And that's a, that's about it. Nice. Yeah. Right. Um, just a couple days ago, we listened to your 4th of July episode with uh, Uncle Sam wants to kill you or wants you dead. <sighs> But we didn't watch the movie. We need to do that. We yeah, got that home from uh, from the camp where we didn't have much phone service, and we watched the Fear Street instead. But we will watch Uncle Sam once you're dead because that sounds fun as hell. It, it, it is. Do your do yourself a favor, and you'll uh, please your will country you and Uncle Sam by by watching that film. This is normally the part of the show where I make a joke about how we normally would be plugging our shows, but we don't have any, but we actually do have shows that Lee can plug. So, Lee? Absolutely, where yeah. Where can people find us? Yeah. Um, in August, we will be at Dover Comic Con in Dover, Delaware. Um, that is Saturday, August 14th. Um, you'll definitely uh, find us there. Um, a lot of great vendors, including some... Uh, podcast guests that we've been on to uh, here, uh, Geek Boy Press. So definitely, if you're out in Dover, Delaware, or just want to take a road trip for the day, um, come on out to Dover, Delaware. There's going to be a lot of awesome vendors, like cosplayers. The library, I believe, is open. Um, so yeah, just come check that out. Um, and then September, we'll be at the Smithville Art Walk in Smithville, New Jersey. Again, a lot of past guests are also going to be there as well, at Geek Boy Press. Uh, Glow Mania, the Art of Bogwerk. Um, a lot of great friends of ours. Uh, Jenny, Jersey Jenny, Pop Art's gonna be there. Uh, yeah, so there'll definitely be a lot of great vendors there. Um, probably some music. Um, also make sure when you're there, check out the Underground. That's a great, uh, punk rock store. So definitely check that out when you're there. But yeah, come to Smithville for the day. I think it'll be a great day. And then September twenty. 20- 5th and 26th will be at RetroCon in Oaks, Pennsylvania, um, which I mismentioned is a great, great 80s and 90s uh, toy show and memorabilia and nostalgia. So uh, usually we set up there and we do really well, but we actually end up spending all our money because I'm obsessed with McDonald's toys. So <laughs> I only have two Toxic Crusaders I have left to find and then I'm done. Yeah. So yeah, definitely come out to Oaks, Pennsylvania if you want to check out RetroCon. Um, and we're constantly always adding new shows and things. So just keep an eye on our Instagram, uh, Ape Fusion, our Facebook at Ape Fusion, and then our website popculturedrunk.com. Um, we also have our items in this at South Street Art Mart on South Street in Philadelphia. Um, stop by and say hi to Nicole and Nicole for us if you do stop in. Um. But yeah, we're in that shop with about 75 other artists, so definitely check that out. And if you can't get to the shop, you can go to SouthStreetArtMart.com. Um, and as usual, just make sure you're support- supporting your small businesses, your restaurants. I mean, the pandemic's, I guess it's over, but I kind mean, of. kind of. But, you know, just keep make sure you just continue to support each other. And as always, thank you for always listening to my spiel. Have a great rest of your day. 
Right. Uh, remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Join our Facebook discussion group where we post a bunch of random crap about these shows that we grew up and still love um, as adults. Uh, if you come to any of the conventions where we're at, come say hi, mention the podcast. I will probably have a gift to give you if you mention the podcast, if I don't forget them. Don't forget them. One time. I forgot them one time. <laughs> um, and yeah, just uh, say hi, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 